Good day, good day. This your boy, better yet, your man, Markel Primes. And this is WUWITB Uncut, the podcast. Okay, family, I'm back. Now, first and foremost, I want to say to everybody, I hope that you had a great holiday, whatever it is that you celebrate. You know, Christmas for my family just passed. New Year's is coming up. So first and foremost, before we start this episode, I want to say happy holidays to everybody. Now, this episode right here is inspired by a post that I saw on Facebook uh, about a week ago. And it's it was titled Things to Teach Your Son. So we're going to go over it's a list of 32 things that you should teach your son. And I want to know if you guys agree with it or not, but it's a pretty good list. So let's get into it. Same thing. Sometimes I wish you would change, then it just maintain. I know a rainbow coming just cause the rain came. And a black man somewhere feeling the same way. Everybody wanna rap saying the same thing. Monkey see, monkey do, then the game change. Time waits for no man. Life a bitch with no romance or no slow dance. Time to focus. We can't lose no more, bruh, so keep winning. I know God in my life, baby, I keep sinning. But I pray every day that he stay with me. I've been through a lot, and he stayed with me. Had to leave my problems and put it on the line. Cause you don't have to sell drugs to be up on your grind. Practice, make perfect. Don't waste your time. Everybody got a plan, it's all with your mind. Chasing my dreams, but I'm watching my steps Rolling up, I don't like me to stress Missing a blessing, but I know that I'm blessed Shout out to fam, yeah, they love me to death I did dirt, but I can clean up the mess If God with me, I can be at my best No more tricks, I ain't trying to finesse These days, there's no hope for my generation The pain hurt, it dig deep and it's penetrating Pray for me if you do this, say you love me I'm thinking about the future and my God gon' make it for me Past is the past, leave it in the real. I'm looking through the windshield, everything is clear. Little boy to a man, you will shed a tear. Believe what you see, not what you hear. Learn life. Okay, so mothers and fathers out there, I believe this is a very important topic, and especially for the fathers that are out there in their son's lives. I think you guys need to hear this and uh, take in these rules. Me personally, I have a daughter, so it'll be interesting. I'm going to look 
and see if I find some things online, maybe another episode for things to teach your daughter. But this right here, things to teach your son, I really want to focus in on the men out there. Like I said, that's in their son's lives. This is a good blueprint, a good guideline to go by when you're raising them up to be strong men. And we're going to start out, like I said, this list is 32 things to teach your son. First and foremost, this is something that even growing up in a single parent home, just me and my mom, my mom taught me a lot of these things. First and foremost, on the list, it says never shake a man's hand sitting down. That right there may be a common sense thing to you guys, but I've seen a lot of young men out there in the street as I go on my day to day and I meet different people. I never thought about the idea of shaking a man's hand sitting down. It's just automatically when I meet someone, I believe that it's it's just proper courtesy to stand and, you know, address that individual. That's just proper respect. So when I meet someone for the first time or if I see a friend or family member, it's like an instant thing where you see them come through the door, whether they have a smile on their face, whether you know the person or you don't. When someone reaches out their hand to you, I automatically get to my feet. If I can't get all the way to my feet, a lot of times in this funny situation, sometimes people will come and surprise you and catch you off guard. Um, next thing you know, they're, they're right behind you or beside you and they're saying, saying hello. So I'll find myself getting in a standing position, maybe not making it fully to my feet. But when you're reaching out, at least be in a stance that you're 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 trying to uh Give that person the proper respect by by. I don't know why the term saluting comes to mind, but it's kind of like to salute somebody, a form of respect. And you always do that standing at attention. So that's a great one right there. And that, that should be first and foremost in a lot of men's repertoire. Two. Don't enter a pool by the stairs. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but it's funny because I I really don't know how to swim too well. This past summer, I decided for the first time in about four years to actually go into my pool. And I it was very interesting. I went in there and I found that I can't swim, but I I figured it out. I I found that I I swim better backwards. But when I went in, I did enter by the stairs. I took the stairs on occasion, but then I started to just jump in. I'm not bold enough to dive in the pool yet because that makes me nervous. Just just looking out at that water, thinking about diving in. But I did elevate from walking down the stairs once when I got comfortable to just hopping into the pool. So that says a lot, I guess. I guess that says a lot right there. They put it as number two. Number three, the man at the barbecue grill is the closest thing to a king. That's another funny one. Now, my family, I've been to plenty of barbecues and I've seen a, uh, a lot of different movies and shows where people are cooking out. I can kind of agree with that, that the man at the barbecue grill is king. He usually has a hat on, a chef's hat on, an apron on, and he stands out from everybody else that's at the cookout or the party. And you know that's the one that's going to make sure that you eat good. That's the one that you don't want to make mad because... Your food is really dependent on that. So I could agree that the man at the barbecue grill 
his king. He's basically the overseer of the party. He's going to determine if you're going to have a good night or a great night or a bad night and maybe a bad morning, depending on how your stomach feels by the end of the night. Four, in a negotiation, never make the first offer. Now, being a home-based business coach and mentor and being around a lot of different inter- uh, uh, a lot of different individuals making offers and trying to share business opportunities with people I find that that's that's a little mixed bag right there never make the first offer it's good when I think about it a lot of times I don't make the first offer with the individual that I'm looking to do business with, I usually ask them what it is that they're looking for. What is it that they're looking to invest as far as financially or time-wise? And then we take it from there. So putting the ball in the other person's court to start just to see, engage where they are is a great thing to have in your repertoire. So number four, in a negotiation, never make the first offer. That's a good one. Five, request the late checkout. Hmm. Been to a few hotels and you know I always seem to leave around 12 o'clock. I always get the regular checkout time. It depends when... Whenever we go somewhere, it's always seemingly a early checkout. You end up rushing in the morning. You want to get to that that breakfast, that buffet. And then you find that you're rushing back to your hotel room to pack up to head out. There might be a different meaning or reason behind this. But if it's just for the purposes of not having to rush, not have to... Uh, feel as though you're cramped in and at a loss for time that I may have to start living by that rule right there request the late checkout six when entrusted with the secret keep it that right there speaks volumes I never wanted to tell important information to a person that I knew had loose lips because as the saying goes loose lips sink ships depending on who they know or who they know and who that person knows things circulate really fast and there's always the bad news that circulates the fastest so never Never tell a secret to someone who has loose lips. So I definitely live by that rule. Number six, when entrusted with a secret, keep it. Be a man of your word. And never, if it's on this list, I'm not sure if it is yet, but never talk behind someone's back in, in the first place. So that's a cardinal rule. Seven. Hold your heroes to a higher standard. In the world today, we have people that are in charge that we may not believe should be in charge. And I believe that's because we've stopped holding our supposed heroes or people that are leaders to a higher standard. We've lowered the bar. Back in the day, we had great leaders. We had kings. Kings among men, so to speak. People that you could be proud to have as leaders. Now, it's hard to find those people. Not to say that they're all dead and gone. They may not be in a position or in a limelight for you to actually be able to see and acknowledge their talents 
and be able to have them as your hero. Some of these heroes are in your local community, community activists, some politicians, maybe, far and few between, it seems like, artists. That's a touchy uh, subject right there, or an artist, meaning music, movies, entertainer, and let's even throw sports figures in there. There's not a lot of heroes out there today that you can really look up to. And once when you do find someone that you believe is worthy of being a hero, it seems as though they they get exposed for whatever reason. And it turns out to be that they weren't worthy. First person that comes to my mind, which it, I know it hurt so many people, is Bill Cosby. Growing up watching the Cosby show, he was everybody's dad. He was that hero in the community. He was someone to look up to. But now, he's someone that is being ridiculed, maybe rightfully so, due to his actions. And now, he's in prison. So, one hero down. Let's continue on the other side. Put so much into this grind With all that work and that time I stop till I shine And I just gotta make it out, baby I just gotta make it out, baby That's just what I'm thinking lately Probably cause these streets too crazy And I just gotta make it out, baby Went up blazing, this track is amazing Like back in the days when we rapped that we made friends They told me be patient, they see I've been waiting The crime from the pavement, who asks how your day went They know it's hard out here with the stuff that we facing The past is the past, I had to embrace it Them mistakes made me great, they look at their faces When bottles getting popped and popped after beating them cases Spending money on some trips, God took me them places Spending time with my son, that's another vacation Showing young boys you bigger than your situation Receive your blessings, bruh, you don't need no invitation I know some people gon' be lying in your face Gotta pick your conversations, cause they really in the way Don't wanna see you come up, they just want what's on your plate I can't waste no more time, I can't pick another day You can look in my face and tell I Put so much into this grind with all that work and that time I cannot stop till I shine And I just gotta make it out, baby I just gotta make it out, baby That's just what I'm thinking lately Probably cause these streets too crazy And I just gotta make it out, baby I make it Mama, that I'm sorry, I'm gon' have to change it I told my lady that I love her, we gon' have some babies I told my partner, break the cycle, you gon' have to shake it I know some people that I love and they tried to play me Time's hard, but it's harder when you out formation Can't turn your back on your problems, you gon' have to face it I'm trying to add it up so much, you need your calculation New crib, new whips, this that motivation 
We gon' make it, we gon' make it, we gon' make it out I know some people eating in, but I'ma take it out I know some niggas that one left, I want a different route I wanna show them that I'm living what I'm rapping about Take a picture, can you tell me what that caption about? Might crack a smile, but please tell me what you laughing about They gon' put us in position just to cast us out Blood, sweat, tears, and hard work, you know what that's about They know why Put so much into this grind With all that work and that time I cannot stop till I shine And I just gotta make it out, baby I just gotta make it out, baby That's just what I'm thinking lately Probably cause these streets too crazy So let's continue on with the list. Number eight, return a borrowed car with the full tank of gas. That's something that I learned years ago myself um, when I used to borrow other people's cars, which I never really did that. I, I did that probably on occasion once or twice. Um, being from New York, I didn't need a car I would actually take the bus, train, or a taxi. So it was rare that I ever had to borrow someone's car. But that's a great principle right there. Always return a borrowed car with a full tank of gas. Number nine, play with passion or don't play at all. Now, do you know some people out there, they actually, they, they do things, but they don't give it their all. You may be one of those type of people. So I won't make a negative judgment on that. Um, We all have our faults and our flaws. But I would say a new year is upon us. And the year itself shouldn't be the only thing that changes. You should change with it and grow into being a person that plays with more passion because if you don't play with more passion this year then you're going to have the same results as you had last year so play with passion or don't play at all that's a great one right there number 10 when shaking hands grip firmly and look them in the eye that statement right there it it sums it up back to number one never shake a man's hand sitting down that's the second principle to a first impression setting the proper first impression stand up when you shake hands grip firmly and look the person in the eye The old saying is that the eyes are the windows to the soul. So if you could look a man in his eyes and a man is willing to look you in your eyes, that adds a deeper bond, a deeper connection that allows you to kind of get into the heart or see the heart of that individual. First impressions usually take five to ten seconds. A good, firm handshake can take three or so seconds. I've shaken hands with people for probably the whole 10 seconds. And it's just a good vibe that you get from some people when you're in a a great handshake and you could just feel the, the energy from another person and you just think to yourself, Okay, this this is the type of person I can vibe with. Number 11. 
Don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. Man, that right there is so profound. Keep a backbone about yourself. Stand firm on your belief. And if you stand firm on your belief, there's there'll be no need for wishing. People that wish for things to happen most times don't have a plan to make those things happen. They usually don't have a strong backbone to stand on. That's an awesome run right there. Um, don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. 12. If you need music on the beach, you're missing the point. Mm, that's another profound one. It makes me think of another saying back in the day as a young man when I was, I, I don't want to say running wild, but as youngsters or as a young man, I used to, I, I got myself involved in some, some activities that I'm not necessarily proud of. But the old saying used to be, never bring sand to a beach but this one right here is is a lot more profound and as I've gotten older I can understand that if you need music on the beach you're missing the point the point of going to the beach is to be in a relaxed surrounding just listen to the quiet of the ocean time to be able to reflect on your life the day the next day that's coming it's a time to not be distracted so why bring something that's going to distract you to a place that's supposed to get you focused number 13 carry two handkerchiefs the one in your back pocket is for you. The one in your breast pocket is for her. Wow. This list seems like it's getting deeper. I hope it continues on this way. That was a very profound one. I, I've never heard that one before. And once when I got older and I, I started to actually wear suits, I never, I've never heard that before about having a handkerchief in the back pocket. I always knew that that handkerchief in the front pocket, it was always there for, well, what I assumed it was there for design. It was there for added effect. I always knew that that handkerchief, you wasn't supposed to pull it out and use it to wipe your mouth at a dinner table. It wasn't supposed to be used as a napkin. I always thought that you never supposed to really use that. It's supposed to stay perfectly folded up in your top pocket. But this is this is a great message and a great lesson. This shows what they say that old term called chivalry. I haven't heard that that term in the longest. And they say the young folks don't really know much about chivalry about pulling out chairs for ladies opening doors to the house and even to the car passenger seat when you're letting your lady in the vehicle but this right here takes it an extra step having that handkerchief in the front pocket before your lady having the one in your back pocket before you 14 you marry the girl, you marry her family. I absolutely agree with that. I'm not married, but I've been in a long committed relationship for for some years now. Some people say that it, I'm long overdue to make that commitment. It's been over eight years. Now I know a lot of you guys probably listening and saying, man, it is. It's long overdue. But that statement right there that you marry the girl, you marry a family, I absolutely believe. 
my lady, she has a an amazing family, I would say. I would say, honestly, sometimes I get frustrated by the little things, but it's not out of dislike. It's out of the thought that you're not really supposed to like your (laughs) in-laws. I laugh at that because I used to always hear stories from different people growing up. Um, Nobody liked their mother-in-law. It was always the idea of the mother-in-law being evil and just somebody that didn't like you. And now I find being in a relationship for me is the total opposite. I think that my lady's mother is an awesome person. She's an awesome woman. She cooks. She brings us food when she cooks. She has parties. She's supportive. She's somebody that I would definitely be proud to call my mother-in-law. And I think, honestly, she's part of the reason why our relationship is as strong as it is. They say we are the sum of the beliefs that we've been instilled in us. We've been we're we're the sum of what we've been taught by our parents. And if you can look at a woman and you can look at her mom and see the person that her mom is, then you can kind of gauge what that woman will be like when she becomes that age and I look forward to it I look forward to spending those years with my lady getting up in the age because I know where she's come from I know the woman that raised her and I have absolute certainty that she will follow in the steps of her mom now I know I just focused on the mom but her dad also he's a great guy usually you hear the bad stories about the fathers who want to take the boyfriends out in the backyard and show them their gun on their hip to warn them not to not to hurt their daughter or the father that's reluctant to release the hand of their daughter but that wasn't the case I actually met my lady's father before I even ever met her and he was a cool guy then and an even cooler guy after everything just clicked and through building a relationship with her mom, her dad, her brothers, her sisters, her nieces and nephews. I haven't found an instance where I would say to myself that I wouldn't want to be a part of this family. So family is everything. You marry the girl, you marry the family. And I'm happy to say that I I feel as though I hit the jackpot on that one. So any of you fellas, I'm going to leave you with this last note on that because that was a real touchy one for me. When you're thinking about your life and who you're going to grow old with and you're out in the streets and you're doing certain activities that would jeopardize that life, make sure you're looking at all the aspects of your life, not just the relationship you have with that woman, not just the relationship that you might have with that woman's child, but look at the relationship that you have with that woman's family overall. Yeah, you might go out and find somebody in the street just for a cheap flame, but there's so many other variables you get mixed up in. She might be a cool woman, but then you got all the other headaches or possible headaches that could come with her. So let's move on to the next one. All right, 15. Be like a duck. Remain calm on the surface and paddle like crazy underneath. 
So in other words, never let them see you sweat. Keep your business going. Work hard. Be diligent. Keep it going. You don't have to be boisterous. You don't have to be loud. Makes me think of another old saying. See, excuse me. Speak softly, but carry a big stick. You don't have to have a big ego and put it on display for everyone. Just keep it on the low. And when is your time to blow up? Everybody will see it. See you for your works, not for your words. 16. Experience the serenity of traveling alone. That's back to the idea of being on the beach and not bringing the music. Sometimes you have to be by yourself in the quiet. Take those long journeys by yourself. Be willing to step out on faith. Be willing to explore without anyone else holding your hand. 17. Never be afraid to ask out the best looking girl in the room. That's a good one right there. Back in the day, I used to be afraid of that. And it was because my confidence wasn't there. I didn't see my value. I didn't see what I had to bring to the table. So I might not have asked out the prettiest girl in the room. Maybe I'd ask out the one little mid-range, so to speak. Figuring my chances, my shots would be a little bit better. But you never know who's looking for you and what they're actually looking for. So shoot for the stars. Ask out the best looking girl. She might actually be looking for you. You might be of more value to somebody else than you can actually see for yourself. 18. Never turn down a breath mint. That's funny. Just yesterday, I went to a sushi spot. Been going there for the last month or so. And I'm, I'm kind of starting to really like sushi. I used to get it a lot at the buffet. And at the end of my order, the lady who always greets me there, she offered me a breath mint. I didn't know it was a breath mint at, at first. I thought it was one of those Werther's kind of caramel pieces because it was in the same kind of gold foiling. But she said it's a mint. I took it. I said, thank you. But at the same time, I started thinking to myself, is she giving it to me because my breath stink? Or is it just as a kind gesture? But in any event, I took it anyway. So maybe there's another hidden meaning behind that, which... I guess if something's being offered, accept it, but don't assume it to be offered in a negative way. Now, let's see where we're at. 19. A sport coat is worth a thousand words. Appearance is everything. I believe that it is worth a thousand words. It ranks right up there with that handshake. That's worth at least a few hundred words or a thousand words itself. We're so quick to judge a book by its cover. And since we're so conditioned to do that, we always look at the person who's nicely dressed as being the professional in the room, somebody that's trustworthy, somebody that you can actually do business with, someone that wouldn't steal your money and run off with it. Me personally, I have somewhat of a mixed view because it always seems like 
it's the ones that's constantly in the sports coats <laughs> that's looking to do something crooked. Now, your experiences might be a little bit different, but it's funny. I, I guess I watch too much um, of those programs on TV, like Scandals and all that kind of stuff, where it's, it's always the nicely grown person, the one that's dressed up, that gets away with that gets away with literally murder or gets away with the millions of dollars that finds a way to swindle somebody out of something. But I've worn suits in my life and it was to how should I say it? It was to present the better version of myself of what was already in me to present the professional the business person the caring big hearted person that I am the mentally competent person that I am the deep thinker I did that when I co-hosted my talk show I used to hate having to put on a suit and tie because it wasn't my everyday wear anybody that knows me know I'm more of a three button type of shirt jeans fitted hat and that was my everyday look but that look probably would give certain people different impressions as to who I was really but what I used to love to see happen was breaking that ice with a person giving that handshake looking the person in the eyes having a great back and forth dialogue so that whatever impression they had about me based on my appearance it was changed by my actions, by my words, by the person that they understood me to be. So we're going to take a little break, listen to some more music, and we're going to be back to wrap up this list of 32 things to teach your son. stretch of this episode we're going to continue off where we left at number 20 try writing your own eulogy never stop revising now in 2018 we lost a lot of famous people and on the news I saw a lot of funerals and eulogies being given I always hear the same thing from different celebrities and stars they all say that they wish that they could be there to hear the things that's said about them at their funeral. I think one person in particular, they actually started writing their own eulogy. And this one right here, number 20, is something to really get your mind thinking. Why don't you try to write your own eulogy right now? Words that you would like spoken at your funeral. True words. I believe that a lot of times when we die, there's often a greater than life picture painted of ourselves. Our family and friends want to remember us in the best light possible. But if you were the one that was writing your own eulogy, what would you actually say about yourself? Life is ever evolving. So number 20 is pretty good. Try writing your own eulogy 
never stop revising it. Today you may feel like one type of person. Next year you may feel like a different type of person altogether. 21. Thank a veteran. Then make it up to him. Wow, what we're going through right now is a time where we really should be sitting back and appreciating our veterans. There's multiple wars being fought. There's a lot of emphasis being put on the government shutdown and the fact that a lot of just government employees are what you would call furloughed. I wrote a post on Facebook recently saying that nobody's safe. Now, from a veteran standpoint, it seems like we don't give enough credit to the people who have been there to support and protect us. They go out during the holiday season away from their families, not being able to enjoy the fruits of their own labor, so to speak. So if you find a veteran, which they're usually all all around us every day, the sad part about it is they're usually the homeless person that's on the corner that you drive by on a regular that's looking just for a little assistance. But thank a veteran. Then make it up to him or her. 22. Eat lunch with the new kid. This is something that I talk about in my training for individuals that want to start a home-based business. So this is related to your son, but this can also be related to that son or daughter who's an adult. Never stop expanding your circle of influence. Eat lunch with the new kid or new acquaintance. Build your empire, so to speak, by expanding your network. 23. After writing an angry email, read it carefully, then delete it. That's a good one. We all have a sense of vindication or that famous word or phrase from the movie Friday, the idea of principality. We always want others to understand how they've made us feel. But what are we really looking to achieve by that? Are we looking to hurt them? Most times, when you spread the pain that you feel inside to another person, pain that's inside of you still remains so that's a good one after writing an angry email read it carefully then delete it not only just delete the email but delete it out of your subconscious out of your spirit relieve yourself of that anger and that pain 24 Ask your mom to play. She won't let you win. Hmm. That's a good one there. Growing up in a single parent home with just my mom being there, we played a lot of games. Mom didn't like to lose. Mom was not going to be the one to just hand over a victory. She always taught me that Whatever it is that you want out of life, you got to be willing to fight for it and give it all you got because nothing's going to be handed to you easily. So for the fathers out there with, with your sons or mothers 
out there with your sons. Never hand over an easy victory. Make them work for it. 25. Manners maketh the man. That goes a long way. The way you treat someone else is sometimes a reflection of how you feel inside. The way that you've been treated all your life, if it hasn't been a good existence for you, if you haven't felt like you've been treated the best, don't project that on anybody else. It's often said that you get what you give. Pay it forward because it'll always come back to you one way or another. Manners is an art form. And some of us is embedded. And some of us it has to be drilled into us. But once one is there, it's priceless. Manners maketh the man. 26. Give credit, take the blame. Now these are characteristics of a true leader. A true leader will acknowledge his people. Make sure that you give praise where praise is deserved. And when it comes to blame, if you're at the head of a ship, you're in charge, so you're responsible. Don't just take the blame make sure that you be at the forefront to help make the resolution always be accountable 27 stand up to bullies protect those bullied everybody's looking for a hero you don't necessarily have to be a hero is what I feel personally but always be the one to stand up for what's right. Number 28, write down your dreams. I often tell this to people that I mentor to write down those dreams that you have inside of you. It's one thing to think about something and just have it as a memory. We can often forget those memories that we have. But then there's another thing to put it down to paper. It's kind of like writing a contract to yourself, writing a commitment, signing a signature, making sure that you hold yourself accountable to the things that you have inside of you. So write down your dreams. 29, take time to snuggle your pets. They love you so much and are always happy to see you. I know there's a lot of animal lovers out there. I have a good friend that has two cats and she loves those cats. One of them is going through a sickness and you can just tell the vibe that it affected her and she's such a positive person and it's just it's just funny sometimes to to hear her when she starts to talk about her cat who's recovering but she just don't know which way he's going to end up i never really thought about pets in that way but they're starting to get more sick nowadays, just like people. Maybe that's a topic for another episode, how pets are coming down with cancer and all different kind of heart conditions. But that's a good one. Take the time to snuggle your pets. They love you so much and are always happy to see you. 30. Be confident and humble at the same time. 
that speaks for itself. People love confidence. People are drawn towards people that are confident. But they respect those that are humble. People with the humble and giving heart. People that's not boisterous. People that's not all about self. People that's willing to give back. My first mentor, someone who I I hold dear, near and dear to my heart, was Tupac. Now, if you dig deep into his history, you'll find some things that you may never have known. He was a given soul. Even though in his music, you might have saw him as being a boisterous figure. In his everyday life, he was a humble, giving soul. It was stories of him giving back to the community, from the kids, to the adults, to the old folks. He even housed a lot of people, a lot of homeless people, a lot of people who didn't have much. His belief was that can't have peace till you know the rest of that but number 30 is a great lesson be confident and humble at the same time 31 if ever in doubt remember whose son you are and refuse to just be ordinary that one that one really hits home even though I don't have a son I have a daughter the one thing that I always tell her is remember where you came from now not to toot my own horn or be boisterous but I always tell her about the greatness that she comes from about the great man that I am. If you say it and speak it into existence, it can become true in the eyes of someone else. I believe that about myself and I wanted her to believe that too. So fellas, when it comes to your sons, Make sure that you're setting that example of greatness. Show them the great person that you are. So that if they ever come across a situation where they're tested, whether to go and take the right path or the wrong path, that they'll always remember whose son they are. And they'll always want to make you proud and they always refuse to just be ordinary last but not least number 32 in all things lead by example not explanation the world is the world basically is full of excuse makers People that have reasons for why they aren't where they're supposed to be or where they want to be. Lead by example. That's something that I try to do in my daily life. The dreams that I have, I try to put them down, not only the paper, but I try to bring them into fruition. Doing this podcast was a dream of mine. I didn't let it remain a dream. I woke up and made it reality. I want to thank you guys one more time for allowing me into your home, into your car, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Happy New Year to everyone. This has been a list of 32 things to teach your son. I know there's one out there for the daughters, so... I'm going to find it 
and I'm going to make another show about that. But once again, this is your boy, Better Yet Your Man, Markel Prize. Have a great day, family. Thanks again for tuning in to WUWITB, the podcast. Yes, sir. You know, the people need that motivation. Everybody go.